All right. High drop 116 episodes deep now. And this episode, we have Pneumatic, the dynamic hip hop duo out of Green Bay, uh, comprised of True Loudy, alumni of High Drop, and, you know, parkour veteran, which we get into a little bit. And, of course, Judah, the other half, um, a new friend, a new brother. Um, much love to those guys. It was awesome to talk to them, catch up with Hefe a little bit, and then you know, get introduced to Judah and, and also, you know, their music is something that I really enjoyed and resonated with. I was so glad to, um, hear that they wanted to talk about the album and how they formed as a group and what goes into making something like this and just, you know, where they take their inspiration from. And yeah, it's been, it was an inspirational episode. The album's amazing. You definitely need to check it out. If you do nothing else, just go and listen to the album. The link's in the description and shout out pneumatic true loudy and judah here they are first of all you know judah this is our first time meeting hefe and i go way back but uh you guys are pneumatic and you guys just dropped an album and it's freaking sick to have you on here i'm a huge fan of your music you know i don't know why but i feel like i'm just the target audience somehow <laughs> so i guess you know, introduce yourself if you would please, Judah, since you're probably the newest to listeners of this podcast, and then um, we can review Hefe if we need to. But uh, just give us a feel for you are, because you know you're a big dude as they as we just found out. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and and like we were talking about before we started the recording, like it's a huge pleasure to be on here too and to meet you as well. Um, so uh, my name's Judah. That's my Hebrew name, and also like my stage name. Everything that I do for I make music. Uh, one half of Pneumatic, obviously, and um, born and raised in Green Bay, Wisconsin. That's where I met met my boy here, and uh, we we both go to the local technical college where we were studying uh, digital media technology for audio production, video production, and things like that. I also take some music production courses and obviously just the hands-on learning approach. But uh, I met Jeff, a.k.a. True Loudy. Uh, <laughs> met him in, what, what would you say, January? Yeah, so we met in January and then we started making... Of this year? Of this year. And we oh, started wow. okay. making music in March. So we've been making music together for seven months now. That's crazy that's been that fast. Yeah, like the origin story for that is for a final project because we both have the same classes, but at different times. Like I already graduated with a degree. He's right behind me, but he had a class where he wanted to do a video final and wanted to do a music video because I ran into him one day. I was talking with some other people that make music, um, agent, whatever, whatever he is mm -hmm. locally. <laughs> and um, we just crossed paths and was like, Hey, like you should listen to, listen to this. And, uh, you know, if you ever want to make music, let's do it. So he came to me one day and like, Hey, do you want to, you want to write a song and then shoot a music video for it? I was like, hell yeah, I do. And we just enjoyed the product of roundabout so much, not only the video, but the song. And it got some like really nice buzz that where we were just like, let's, let's do this for real. And, uh, yeah, seven months later, three singles came out and just dropped the album a few days ago. And it's crazy. Like it's crazy how people can just come into your life out of nowhere 
and it's like the chemistry is off the charts so when we make music and like with the album everything has just been so natural and i, I don't know it's hard to explain but just i haven't known him for that long but this is like my brother right here <laughs> and so it's been it's been a pleasure and that's a little brief introduction on me and like my my little like the start of pneumatic yeah no i appreciate that um yeah it is crazy because it feels like you guys go way back i can't believe it's only seven months even i just my remembering when um you showed me the roundabout signal or single i was i felt like that was a year and a half ago at least but i just just time is doing all sorts of stuff these days but um yeah, Jeff, uh, which, or True Loudy. What do you want me to call you in the in the podcast yeah, today? Yeah, I got some. I'm used nicknames. to calling you Hefe back in the day, but then, yeah, I mean, you know, call me Jeff, call me True Loudy, whatever. <laughs> you know, True Loudy. Everyone, everyone calls me Loudy in like the the music kind of thing. That's kind of my brand. True Loud Media slash mm. True Loudy is my gamer tag and rapper name. Um, yeah, man. So whatever you feel like calling me, it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> whatever comes to mind, then I'll call you. Yeah true loudy right now and you know you and i go pretty far back you were in the parkour world parkour scene back in denver like years ago and you know we found out early on that you had a huge talent for freestyling and music and stuff and we even made like some kind of you know similar vein videos back in the day with you we had a video of you driving around in my car one time freestyling that i like edited all the subtitles too and i thought that was like a really cool just nod to your talents and then we tried to, to start a little similar kind of project but i'm not actually a talented music producer or anything like that i haven't studied all you know i'm just a goofball maybe i lean more towards the comedic comedic um influence but we started that you know project called the struggle and we made a we tried to make a music video we never really got around to finishing it but then you like i just want to kind of catch up with you and, and remind you remind me of um how you kind of went into green bay like what landed you back there after you were living here and then from your perspective when you met judah and, and how pneumatic formed yeah so uh in 2018 i moved up to the northern part of wisconsin my family lives out there i i got to a point in parkour where i was just getting injured all the time and it was really frustrating <laughs> i started having a lot of health issues and it was like kicking a dead horse. You know, I know I've talked about that on this podcast before. It's like, you know, if your horse is dead, you can't lead it to water to drink, you know? Yeah. So you got to go find your own, your own path in your own way. So I had to abandon the, the concept that I would be some sort of professional in this parkour industry or field. And so I moved out to be by my family and I had no idea what was next. Um, really no path no direction at all so i ended up working a bunch of dead-end jobs like i worked at menards i hated it i worked as a personal trainer out there making no money i was making like 18 dollars a session just really grinding for nothing and so i decided i'm gonna go back to school and it was between physical therapy and digital media technology and between all my skill sets and interests I was like, man, I've already done the physical thing and I have this massive creative side to me that I feel I've never truly explored. So I said, I'm going to go to digital media technology. And I was about a year, a year and a half into the program when my brother ended up selling the house I was living in. By the grace of 
Thor, Odin, <laughs> God, <laughs> you know, whatever, whatever uh, the universe. I found this yeah. place that we're recording in right now. I, I must have called 40 places, man. And there is no leads on a, on a place to live, to move into. And I ended up finding this place last minute, 15 minutes away from school. And I just threw myself into my studies. I, I was grinding constantly uh, working on all these different projects, video projects, audio projects, voiceover stuff, um, learning all the equipment. And so I started to build a network of people. And uh, that's when I met Judah uh, about like five months after I moved. And basically he was just sitting in uh, an area, you know, a chilled, chill out area around school. You know, they got all these little co alcoves and shit. So he's hanging out there with some people talking and my buddy, Nate, who is also in the program, had told me about him a few months prior. And I was like, oh shit, someone, someone around here makes hip hop music. Hell yeah. I need to, I need to meet him. And so when I saw him, I was like, oh, you're, you're Judah, aren't you? And so basically he was working with some dude who was recording drill and I heard Judah recording drill and I was like, dude, is that like really your style? Like what's going on? <laughs> and so, um, I was like, all right, man, maybe it's true to who he is or not, but I want to explore and see what's up. And so I had a video production two final. I saw someone else had made a music video for it. I was like, oh, I could do that. Originally, I was going to do a chase scene with some parkour in it, but I was like, man, this is so much work. And it was March. It was still freezing. I was like, I don't want to do that shit. So <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I hit him up. I was driving through some roundabouts. Fun fact, uh, Wisconsin has the most roundabouts of any state in the country. And it has 70 total roundabouts, which I found out after I made this song. So I'm listening to a beat in the car, driving through these roundabouts. There's like three to five on my way to school, depending on which way I take, right? Mm -hmm. And so that's where I came up with the hook. I brought the concept to Judah. And he's like, this is actually kind of catchy. Let's do it. So over the course of a few weeks, we put together that, that initial music video or debut single. And everybody at school loved it. Mm -hmm. And I remember turning to Judah after we had released it and we, we'd started to get all this hype. And I was like, dude, you want to keep doing this? I feel like there's something here. We should, we should keep doing this. And he goes, yeah, man, we should. And so our last single, so we, we have Roundabout, there's Free My Mind, and there's Even. And Free My Mind was our last single we released in August of this year. And so we spent, was that, it was like five or six months recording this album going into the studio all the time, always hashing things out. Uh, and I think between the two of us, there's probably about 300 hours, 400 hours worth of work into this album. And so um, yeah. it wasn't a, uh, and that's what I appreciate about Judah is that we both are like very critical in a way of our music in a way that is productive. So we look at something and we can, we can trust each other enough to be like, does that sound good? Mm, we should do this instead. All right, let's try it. Oh, that worked. All right, how can we build on top of that? So between our skill sets, we're able to really make stuff that we both enjoy, we both believe in, and we're both authentic within our creation of, of this music. And so that's kind of our motto is like, be undeniably authentic, you know, and everything that we produce. Is this what we're trying to say? Is this cohesive? Uh, how are you writing your verse? Is it is it staying true to the alignment of what 
we're creating. So basically going from parkour to this, to meeting Judah, to releasing an album, you know, from 2018 to 2022, four years later. Now I've been making music since I was 20 years old on and off during parkour. I stopped and, you know, making it create like recording it, I should say for the most part, but I showed him my SoundCloud, which has like 30 something songs on it. And so that's how he knew I was legit. I was just like, let's make a song. <laughs> you know? I was like, check, check this shit out. And he was like, oh, okay. Okay. Bet. You know? So that's mm -hmm. kind of the story of how everything came together there. Yeah, no, that's great. Thank you for, yeah, that's, I mean, that's a good refresher for me on some of the little milestones there, but also, yeah, it wasn't quite sure. And I, I've, I've, it's really cool that you guys are working on this stuff in school and you're able to come together and make this project. And it's, it certainly stood out to me and what do I know really, but you know, as just a person who enjoys music and has listened to a lot of it, I could just feel that there's a lot of attention to detail in the production. And I just feel like everything is purposeful. It feels really authentic. That was another thing that really stood out to me listening to your album. I was like, man, this just feels like who they are is real. I can resonate with it really well i can resonate with it particularly pretty easily maybe that's just because <laughs> we have some of the parallel um themes in our lives but then yeah i mean it just feels really really good to listen to for me and um yeah i I really thank you even for like making an album like this it kind of like i told half of yesterday i was like man this just inspired me like just listening to it made me want to go after my own things and just feel like i'm a little less um, alone in some of the struggles I've been going through and stuff. So, you know, tell me a little bit more about, I guess I want to jump into like the album itself, but also where did the name pneumatic come from? And like, why did you guys land on that? Yo, I got this. So yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So <laughs> we, uh, we were looking for a name for a little bit here, uh, or for a little bit when we first started, right? Roundabout came out, blah, blah, blah. Let's keep making music. Let's keep making music or actually, sorry. Before we even released Roundabout, we're like, fuck, we need to get socials. We need to get, um, oh, yeah, yeah, you know, an email. We need to get a YouTube account, like all that, right? All the branding, yeah. All the branding oh, that man. goes with it. And you want something that is recognizable and simple. And for whatever reason, man, my best, you know, shower thoughts, baby, what's up? <laughs> so I was chilling in the shower and I'm like, pneumatic like pneumatic is a sick is sick you know i like the idea of that and so pneuma p-n-e-u-m-a pneuma is of of the spirit and so i was like damn it's i think it's greek right so yeah, i was like greek origin yeah so i was like that's sick i like pneuma and then pneumatic is pressurized by uh gas so so it's mm -hmm. like of the spirit pressurized by gas, pneumatic, like that's sick. Okay, let's go with that. But I didn't like the spelling, you know? You want something that's a little easier for people to just look at, read, and then they're like, okay, cool. And then that hip hop spelling, like that style of like N-U-M-A-D-I-K, you know? <laughs> and so- Leave out all the it. bullshit letters. Yeah, just exactly. Just get to the fucking, how well, can get I- Get to the point. Our, yeah. And we also, well, we had a buddy because we were like bouncing the idea off uh, just- some other people because like you said you know you, you're like okay maybe i don't know a lot of the technical and nuance of production but like you listen to music you know what sounds good mm -hmm. like so i would say anyone that's like you don't have to be a professional to even talk about it if you like it and there's like you don't need to know all the jargon where you're like yeah mm -hmm. well the compression <laughs> and da -da, you don't need all that like you know what it sounds good so we were, same thing with like branding and name ideas we bounced it off of uh our buddy and he's like and we had the normal spelling. We're like, well, what about this? And he's like, what's pneu, 
Pnew, pnew, and we're like, oh man, we're like, we gotta, we gotta like stylize it, and so it's kind of straight, like more straightforward than pneumatic being with a silent p. And it was funny because, like, no diss to him or anything like that. I feel like you know that could be a common misconception, yeah. anyways. You know, I'm not, I'm not the brightest tool in the light bulb in the shed, anyways. So <laughs> I'm like, okay, we gotta we got to kind of stylize it a little bit, but I thought that was a little funny when we first started with the name that he was like, what's, what's pneumatic? Pneumia. Yeah, yeah. That was Garrett, right? Shout <laughs> yeah. out, shout Pneumonia? out to Garrett. Yeah. Like Garrett. Um, so yeah, like then it was okay. So we know we want to spell it a different way. Something that's more well, phonetic, right? And that's the term, right? Mm -hmm. So yep. just scouring socials for the different spellings of pneumatic. And N U M A D I K was the only one that wasn't taken. So that's kind of how we ended up on the name. Nice. Yeah, I love that name. I mean, especially now that you explained to me the kind of etymology of it. And it's like the spirit, like the life force. And then it's like compressed. I'm picturing like you guys are doing the, you know, your lips are literally how the gas is compressed and stylized and, you know, turned into an expression that's, um, that is what it is, the music. So I love it. Hell yeah. And because air, you know, audio music is like, it travels through the gases, you know, it's a waveform that, I don't know, I'm kind of like trying to reach now, but it's, you know, it's a sound <laughs> no, wave. It's not like, yeah, I just think it fits really nicely. No, and you're spot um, on, you're spot on with that, not to like cut off your thought or anything oh, like yeah. that, but even when uh, they had like orchestrions and piano rolls, you know, back in the 19th century and early 20th century where like, the music would play itself, right? You know, the player mm. piano and even like full-blown orchestrions where they had different instruments. It's run on a pneumatic system actually, where right, the pressurized gas like pressurizes uh, the yeah, instruments yeah. and, and has them play automatically. So it does not only relate to music, but right, like my favorite part of that too is also the spiritual like relationship of the word and in the Greek etymology and stuff. So yeah it's you weren't reaching at all actually you were like you were like, you actually had it spot on and i it just i don't know i before like just last thought for me on that is hmm. even with everything with even we can talk more about the album and the process of making our music and whatnot but everything that we've done up to this point has been what well, hasn't been forced the name of not only pneumatic but the name of the album and just some of the songs and all the ideas it's it's almost like it's coming out of thin air and it's just we're, we're not forcing it or thinking about it too much like even that thought like it just it's perfect and it was just like mm. here it is and a lot of times when you know especially when we're working making projects art or thinking of anything a lot of times it's just like what about this that's mm. it yeah that 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 describes it that's what it is <laughs> uh, yeah, I love that. I mean, maybe we can go a little deeper then real quick and we can jump back and forth if we need to. But, you know, you mentioned that's your Hebrew name, Judah. And we're talking about spirituality a little bit now. How does that like, how do you, how do you see like what you're doing as an expression of like the life force or like, you know, what is your, what are your beliefs around that? If you have any, because uh, <clears throat> I don't know. Like, I just sense it coming off you a little bit that like you guys are, you know, you're thinking about it. Obviously the music's digestible at a certain level at a certain layer and people can interact with it that way. But also I feel like there's other layers to it. That's what kind of fills it in and gives it the, the purposeful feeling behind it. 
So can you riff on that a little bit and tell me what you are feeling off of this question? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I, I love, I love <laughs> questions that are, that are of that nature because, uh, I grew up in green Bay. Like I said, kind of no real, like religious guidance, you know, uh, it's kind of, mm -hmm. it was kind of a mix. Um, nothing specific, you know, there's other people everywhere, you know, I was like, yeah, dude, I'm a hardcore Catholic or this, that, or the third thing. And either they, they're, they're devoted to it and love it, or it was like forced on them. And they're like, man, I don't, I don't really feel that at all. And yeah. uh, so I found out through like my lineage that I'm actually like Jewish, you know, I, my whole, my whole like family runs back and it's super Jewish. And my dad's like, well, you know, you're old enough now is probably like 12. But like, even then that's like, you know, the brain is developed enough where it's like, well, you, you know, you can make a choice on like what you want to do with that information. Hmm. So I really started to like identify and kind of dig deeper into like my Jewish roots and um, would go to synagogue and all that. And even throughout time and life, like, I wouldn't say that I'm the most observant Jew or anything like that. Like, Dude, give me a bacon cheeseburger <laughs> any day of the week, and you know my rabbi is gonna be like. But I went to Israel on a birthright trip at the uh, when I turned eighteen, and uh, actually had like didn't never had a bar mitzvah or anything like that. Never really like went too crazy with my Jewish identity, and um, there was just a lot of like spiritual things that happened throughout life and time. But that was another like. There was unexplainable, like spiritual, like presence. I don't even want to like spread the word of God in the Jewish sense or anything like that, but just the universe and all things spiritual. Cause like, I would say my spiritual views on things could range from like boo, like I'm Jubu, you know, Jewish, Buddhist, everything. Like I take Jubu. Jubu. That's a real, that's like a real, like, I never heard that. I like that. And, um, so in Israel, had a bar mitzvah in Jerusalem and you get a Hebrew, like your Hebrew name. Right. And it was like, same thing with the name pneumatic, everything like that. Like, it was just like, yeah, dude, that's me. I'm Judah now. So ever since then, like, Oh wow. I took it and ran <laughs> with it. My friends call me that even just on a casual level, but I get to, I get to always carry that spiritual with me. And then when it coming, coming down to music, like you said, you relate heavily with the stuff that we make and you really enjoyed it. And the beautiful thing about that and the reason why I really enjoy making music is not only like Loudy, you know, I, I came up from freestyling just with friends, like just naturally just felt it, right? Yeah, but yeah. the reason why I really enjoy making music is to inspire others and not only so that we can have our point of view and make art from our point of view as a release, as something to inspire others, but you can like other people live their own experiences through our music. You know, it's mm -hmm. not like it was just something that we went through. It's something that, yeah, from our point of view, we make a song, but you live your life experiences through our music and that's what makes it relatable. And that's spiritual in nature. That's the unity mindset and concept. And that's like my favorite thing that I get stoked about is that <laughs> it's all really spiritual in nature and everything, all the inspiration that we come through with when we make music, when we name things, whenever we, we make art and share it, 
and have an, an opportunity like this to like talk to you about it and have mm-hmm. other people listen and talk about it too is it's spiritual it's it's a, we're all one and i don't know dude i just <laughs> I, I could i could i could actually go on and on about that yeah i mean no i feel you it's like one of the i mean it's an infinite topic literally but it's like i like what you're headed with that it sounds like you know what you're saying is like what you love is you synthesize something that everyone kind of is maybe you know i don't they maybe haven't quite put their finger on it, whatever, but then they listen through the music and all of a sudden it becomes clear through that music, through that experience that actually synthesizes and clarifies their own life experience. And like they can feel and emote or heal or do whatever they need to do through that, which, yeah, yeah, I think that's totally true and powerful. And it's something that I always do with, you know, with what like the little pieces of art that I've made in the last few years, like I don't do too much anymore with making videos and parkour, but I still will if I'm going to make one or post any training. I like to choose a song because the songs always represent something like more important and meaningful to me, you know, and tying any of the clips, any of the things that were happening to the song that I was listening to at that time really helps me kind of feel that cohesive or more comprehensive. Um, you just, just expression. <clears throat> We got a mic adjustment yeah, coming in hot. I want to make sure that the audio is because it's so oh. if your face is past it, it won't pick up. So, Fair um, you Gucci though. Yeah. Sorry, I, I wanted to do that before we got too far into the. Oh, I know. I dude, I used to have before I had the Shores. I got another one over there now. I had like the the Audio Technica whatever's yeah, like the twenty thirties or something. And it's like yeah, if you don't line it up, like someone will just talk into the into the wrong spot and yeah, yeah. the wrong yeah. spot and it's just yeah. like <laughs> it's just this, this guy right here that little you gotta line it up with that little yeah, it's so like the it's the release it, that you gotta yeah. line it up with okay so now i'm gonna sound like well like, even if back you adjust in it, the... like, like, you can adjust it yourself by twisting this guy what is um what does the name sorry. judah represent but in like sure the hebrew lineage hebrew so uh Or did they tell you much about it when they gave you that name? Or did you kind of like have it open to interpretation or I don't know? Yeah, it was kind of like, essentially it was, it was my choice too, to like, it, I don't know. It was weird. It was all like, um, cause it, with your bar mitzvah, you get like a portion of the Torah that you, you know, that you kind of analyze and kind of like relate to or whatever based on when it is. Uh. And, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, like I said, and my rabbi would be like, bro, you, that's, that's cap. Like <laughs> it's not it at all, but I had a portion of the Torah and then it's funny. Cause like, I've always loved music. Even when I didn't like release anything out on, on like all platforms or anything like that, I've always been a freestyle rapper, whatever. I just love music. And even during my bar mitzvah, dude, I started like freestyling, like an analysis of the Torah portion that I was given. <laughs> like, it was crazy because people knew and I was just like, I, I don't know, dude, it was, dude, it was like it. <laughs> that was spiritual. That's coming in that's, from somewhere. Dude, that's, the word of, that's the word of God right there coming in. I but. love, yeah, I love the analogy of humans as like antenna. Like we're just kind of like, you know, receiver objects and like we can channel things you know and we can tune ourselves to certain frequencies to to feel certain ways or or otherwise but yeah i feel like no one knows where that stuff comes from really sometimes and 
it's Sometimes the muse. I guess they, they might, but I, I think it's. I was gonna say I think it's the muse, man, because mm-hmm. I think the muse just exists somewhere else, and these ideas just come from nowhere almost. They're obviously collected experiences. Like I can't write on experiences that I haven't really had mm. as well, but mm. there's moments where I'm in the studio. And I maybe feel inspired. I don't feel inspired. But as soon as I start recording and listening to the music, it elicits a certain emotion. And then ideas just start pouring into me. Uh, And there's multiple songs that we went in and recorded and they just spilled out of us. We didn't have Mm. to really work super hard and sit there for hours thinking of lyrics. They just came out. And it's like, I, what the hell? What is that? You know? So I like your analogy of the, the antenna, you know, and we're just pulling in certain, you know, information from frequencies, you know, and, Mm -hmm. uh, that was this whole album. I don't want to say it was easy to make, but creating the ideas and the stories behind all the songs, it wasn't difficult. It, it, they just, I don't know if it's, we both had a lot to say at this point in our lives. Well, yeah, that's what I was going to say is like, it's not just, you know, the five months that it happened in, you know, it's a, I don't know how old you to you are, but you must be like low thirties by now, right, Hefe? I'm thirty four, baby. Thirty four, hey, me too, baby. Hey. <laughs> um, so like it's a you know it's a decades long experience that gets you even into a place where you can all right now I know how to tune in to the right stuff. I know kind of what doesn't work. I know how to get out of my own way essentially. Mm, exactly. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> Yeah, because it's it's the accumulative experience over the, that course of ten years, and and really, I haven't been writing over that course of the ten years at all. So, I mm. guess you've been living though. I've been living, been yeah. Living. I've been living <laughs> and like thinking. I think about the shit, but I'm not writing it. On, <laughs> I'm not writing it on pen and paper, or even like you know, in a word document or whatever. So, when you sit down, you hear the beat and it elicits a particular emotion there's just so much to go off of so it's really like you know you have all these different paths and it's choosing which direction you want to take the song mm-hmm. lyrically right and from a story st- telling standpoint and then from there you can create something that's cohesive right and so that's that's at least personally been my goal or was my goal and will continue to be my goal throughout the creation of music from you know until i die is like i want to tell a story that's relatable not only for my own emotional and spiritual healing but to articulate it in a way that makes sense to me and helps me understand it better and in that process you end up reaching a lot of people like you said like Mm -hmm. it's relatable right and i think if you're able a a really good song and is when happens when an artist is able to take an idea and make it digestible for other people. And it could be a very complex thing. So that's kind of like, you know, the goal that I've had throughout making this whole album. And I think Judah, the same thing too. That's why it works so well is because we're on the same page with it. So. Mm. Yeah, it's like you're doing life in your music. You're like, all right, well, I'm here living. So I might as well, what's in my experience right now and work with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's what you feel coming off of it. That's the authenticity. Um, and there's some hilarious tracks in there and there's some like really kind of even vulnerable, you could say tracks or whatever, just like real pain that you guys have put into it and things. Um, can we talk a little bit about, you know, what's your, you called the, the album of love and ego. 
I'm just curious. You had like the little skits in there with um, like artificial intelligence or whatever, Love. reading that off. <laughs> um, that's like kind of reminiscent of what's it called? Midnight Marauders. I don't know what you guys' influences are. Um, I want to ask you about that. But anyhow, what is uh, your um, explanation, I guess, of the title or the album title? Well, I'll let you. I'll let you take lead on on that one, and I'll kind of <laughs> piggyback uh, off of because uh, he just came to me one day and was like, "What about this?" And I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> yeah." It was a, a one and done again in the shower, getting ready in the morning, kind of moving around my house, and I was just thinking we needed a title, and I was just thinking about all the different stories that are in this album right and what what do they mm. tell they tell stories of love and of the ego so mm. a lot of them are about relationships different different archetypal uh, <clears throat> women or men that you might get into a relationship with from our end it's going to be men because we're or women <laughs> from our end it's going to be women but from our end it's going to be women right because that's who we date so talking about of love, you know, what, what happens when you fall in love? You know, how do you find it? Like, what are the sticky situations you might find yourself in? Mm -hmm. And then the, a lot of the rest of the tracks are basically of your ego, like battling with yourself and the thoughts that go on inside your head, you know, self doubt, um, stress, anxiety, depression, like all of these things that everybody experiences on a, a daily basis, especially in the current social climate that we live in. <laughs> and, uh, and yeah, so, it was a weird times, man. Like that's something I wanted to touch on is just like, how fucking crazy is it right now? Cause I feel like it's fucking this crazy dude. experience is there's something, you know, you're, I would describe your album as unique. It has its own original flavor, but it's also familiar in a way. And it offers something that feels uh, just, I don't know what it, the word is right now, but it's like, it's not topical, but it's like um, zeitgeisty. That's not the right word either, but it feels like it's reflective of what's really the vibe of, you know, the collective unconscious or, you know, the unity that is all that we are and things right now. Well, you know, it's just a weird and strange time to be growing through things. I feel like the generational um, just problems, I guess you could say, but the work, you know, that people might say that we are to do as a generation is unique. Every, every generation's work is unique. If you're looking at it from like a spiritually kind of progressive, uh, timeline, but can you tell me like, what's your assessment? You know, this is a weird time. You talk about how we're just like, what are we doing? You know, we're looking for a way out, but also there's all this internet, confusion of just everything's out there and it's all kind of absurd and in your face um i feel like we're becoming a lot more self-aware as i guess every generation does but i i uh i just want to hear kind of where your thoughts are and what is happening in this world right now i'll let you to take that one <laughs> <laughs> no i kind of i kind of like how you how you put that with you know it seems to be kind of a reflection of what's going on and like capturing a moment in time being currently and things are weird whether you want to talk about 
politics or even just changes in life or, or whatever. And I feel like that that right there is was the inspiration, but it's crazy because we touch up on a few things and I do want to kind of like work back, keep working back up to this question even, but with the, with the of love and ego, the idea, the name of the album, by this time we already had a bunch of tracks compiled kind of just Mm -hmm. like, we know like, okay, a lot of them fit together in a way. And when he came up with the name, it was like, yeah, that makes sense. Cause there's Mm -hmm. a lot of, there's songs where it's like love songs where it's kind of nice and uplifting poppy kind of and then hey sometimes love turns sour sometimes you know and then hop right into the ego and even like with track like listing the track i did the you know and ego skit right before fuck the bad days because even on a certain point right there's that's us kind of reflecting on ourselves. and there was i love the duality of not only like the album but i feel like it also reflects like the duality of of mankind in life right now where things are sometimes one way and then just the complete opposite on one end where uh like fuck the bad days would be more of a reflection <laughs> right of the ego there's even a point in time where right I, i'm like you know first off i'm upset we're upset about something and then next thing you know i'm like nah fuck that like i get bitches like charlie sheen and i go hard like <laughs> draymond green like where it's more like really that's like like an inflated sense of ego versus like other times where we're more crushed and stuff like that. And I feel like even in today's climate of social media and how people are reacting to things and everybody, you know, does want a platform and everyone does want a voice or at least feel like they're a part of something and using social media, you get both ends of it. You get, you get the duality where sometimes you will have an inflated sense of ego where you're like, I am the shit, like check me out, you know, and people (laughs) even in caution, right? Validated by the little red hearts and stuff like that, you know, whether you're an Instagram girl or or whatever, even as a rapper or whatever, obviously I gotta be like, oh, you know, I gotta have some swag with it too. (laughs) But then on the other ends of that, sometimes it doesn't work out and we realize like, dude, honestly, I mean, some people don't even realize it, but dude, it's all an illusion. And that's kind of where like that, the duality kicks in and it's a crushing sense of like, either whether it's existential or still kind of like there's so many emotions that i feel like are running on high right now because of everything going on and it was so easy to kind of just be like a mirror and not only reflect Mm. that within ourselves and be able to understand ourselves more as we're making this music but also the music in itself kind of reflects as a mirror love of like what's going on so when you Mm. listen to it it's like holy shit like there is a lot going on and I feel like I feel this way and you're you're right dude times are kind of crazy right now and it's <laughs> man I mean like what really can be said about that you know uh, it's so uh, we're all, yeah we're all, we're all just we're all just like working through it right and yeah. um man I'm telling you whether cuz times have been crazy even we were saying earlier like you felt like roundabout came out a year and a half same dude, with with covid <laughs> and everything like that i feel like i'm like did this happen two years three years ago two two um i'm like oh i remember when i went to ireland was that i don't know somewhere between two and five years ago i've it's just been a blur since then <laughs> like it's crazy yeah. No, I think, I mean, yeah, that's absolutely right. It's been really wild. I think polarization and duality is a big theme sort of that I've noticed coming up for the last couple of years is 
like you're saying, the ability to hold both was a big lesson. I think that we're all kind of learning still. Um, and, and just being able to be like, you can be this and this, you can be A and Z and LMNOP and all that shit. But like, and people being able to actually hold that in themselves and in, and in their consciousness with others and stuff. And so I think that's really cool that the album kind of does that. And, um, yeah, love is so funny, especially these days. Cause there's like all these tropes and romance things that kind of get thrown uh, on you. And I think this is maybe again, sort of archetypal. It's something that has its own flavor and own face on it in our generation. And I think it's a very strange face, maybe the craziest, most detailed and strange looking face yet. But you know, those, that, that deconditioning process where every, um, generation as they go from, you know, teenage to, or adolescence to adults is, is just a intense journey. You know, there's all this conditioning and now everyone's kind of like pulled out, you know, and looked under the rug for the first time. It feels like in centuries, you know, or millennia <laughs> really what's going on. But yeah, at know. least in our lifetime, it could just shit. feel that way because it's us. Right. But also I feel, you know, there are unique challenges here for, for millennials. How old are you, Judah? If you don't mind my asking. No, I turned 24 in eight days. Well, at the time oh, of this wow. recording, December Young 3rd. gun. So you're not even millennial, are you? Baby, you're Gen no. Z. Yeah, whatever. Ooh, bridging the gap. Bridging the gap while making music together, you know. That's that's the other <laughs> thing, too, is we kind of have a couple different viewpoints. So that kind of, I feel like that comes through in the music as well, and we're able to balance each other out in that way, as well as, mm. you know, reach a little bit of a larger audience because of our own experiences and viewpoints so it's super dynamic too like even though if it's the same idea and not to cut you off or anything no 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 i'm very interested in this with uh that's one of the things that i've always just really appreciated about what we have going on is that we do come together and make something cohesive that it's a song okay there's no there's really no like you can tell it's about the same things but we're saying different words in different ways and it's it's dynamic in nature where it's like Right. We're checking off multiple boxes where there, it's funny because even there was sometimes like even listening through the album and mixing and mastering and the long process that it took. There'd be times where I'd be going through something in life, listening to our music and still working on it. And where it's like, OK, I've, I'm obviously feeling my verse because I made it. That's from my point of view. But there was other mm-hmm. times where I was like listening to his verse on the same song. And I was like, why am I feeling like. Why do I feel like that's like my like, why do I feel that more than what I felt like I said? And it's just crazy, like how you can bounce back and forth where I'm like, what he said is actually more applicable to my life right now. And then switch back onto mine where I'm like, yeah, but like also it's just it's just crazy how how there is like a slight age difference, but like it comes together where it, unity and the dynamic, like the di- the dynamic portion of that is one of my favorite things and it that's what makes it so unique and authentic where it's like who else sounds like this you know hmm. yeah we were we were trying to think about our inspirations for this album and our group our dynamic hip-hop duo group in general mm-hmm. and one day we just looked at each other and we were like dude do we like who do we sound like and i feel as if we don't really sound like anybody that i know that's out there right now um, mm. not to be like, uh, ego, ego, <laughs> look at me. <laughs> we're so great. Just saying. Yeah. But we're, well, 
I think it's because we try to remain so authentic and we're not trying to be anybody else that it yeah. comes off as its own thing, you know, its own style. Nobody sounds like the red hot chili peppers, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's yeah. that that's what they do. That's them. That's who they are. Or like the Foo Fighters or whatever. Those aren't even hip hop groups, but they're so stylized in their approach and their way because they're such authentic groups. And so that's something that I really appreciate about what's going on between us and and creating this whole music journey together is that mm. we have found our own little thing, our own little niche, and we're not trying to sacrifice that for anybody. We we're right yep. now we're working on an, a new EP and we're trying to decide do we want it to be only R and B. Ooh. And uh, we're gonna have some R and B songs on there, but we also have some other songs that are completely different. The the again to not keep saying the same word, but the dynamic uh. range of what we're able to create is so vast that it's like, why would we pigeonhole ourselves? You know, we're making yeah. the music for us as much as we are making it for other people, right? We want to inspire people. We want people to enjoy our music and get something out of it, but also we want to make what we want to make. So. Yeah. Where uh, this EP that's going to come out is probably going to have five or six songs on it, and each one's going to sound different. You know, that's the goal. You know, mm. it's not going to be like completely the same. You might be able to recognize us by our voices, but the beats and the, and the you know, the content, the content, yeah, yeah it's gonna, it's all going to be varying. So, yeah, yeah, I love that. Oh uh, man, I asked myself the same question actually at one point yesterday when I was like, I had my first full end to end listen, and like you said, I was like, I can't think of anybody. I mean, there's like people that are like a tiny fraction. It's like, oh, they sound like 184th like this person or like 167th like that group. But it's like such, it's not significant. It's not like, oh, they're like that. So I really love how, yeah, you guys have found an original voice, especially, you know, on a very first album. You know, I mean, it's exciting to think about what can keep coming through this, you know, group yeah. that you've formed. And this and is, this is I just love how beginning. things aren't linear like that. You know, I would have assumed, I guess, that Judah was older just because that's a bias, you know, or a uh, fallacy in my mind. Yeah. But there's like things aren't linear. You know, you guys are on similar journeys to a degree. It did, and you could be 84, you know, and it's still yeah. like you might be going through some of the same shit. So that's cool. Um, let's see here. I already got through all my <laughs> bullet <laughs> all <little> points. Notes. <laughs> uh, I don't usually even write bullet points down, but I wanted to be a little bit cognizant today because, you know, I've never actually interviewed um, somebody who has put out an album before. So I'm like, okay, well, what would that look like? But uh, it's so cool that you guys are bouncing this off, you know, with, with a tour on Hype Drop. Are you doing any other media? Are you doing other things to how you getting the word out you know green bay i feel like has some resonance it sounds like already through it and that's just from your community at school or how do you um how does it what's the biggest like feedback you get from from knowing that you're like wow well, this is reaching more people than i thought or all right i'll uh i'll start on that so we also dropped a music video today for one of the songs um i mean that's we do love making separate media especially mm -hmm. if we have more time to focus on. I think music videos are just awesome anyways. I mean, who doesn't like a nice, like that's another form of art in itself to be able to like tell the story. But mm -hmm. as far as like 
getting the word out. I haven't even, I'm, I'm taking a look at doing some other things, whether it would be something similar to this or other, other forms of promotion that would get new audiences. But everyone that, that I know just from like my personal, in my personal life and on social media, a personal Snapchat, Facebook, whatever, um, just from living in Green Bay my whole life, kind of built some hype around it. And I'm actually, I was actually super surprised that so many people were we're sharing it the day of still shared it today and yesterday and, and, and keeping it going because something that really like caught my eye was I, I listen on Apple music. Okay. Usually it's the Spotify versus Apple music kind of battle for most <laughs> people who are like, what do you listen to? Mm-hmm. And so I haven't actually looked at any of the specific metrics. I want to wait a week. I don't know if Spotify for artists like takes a week to, but like, Album's only been out for three days, you know, and uh, but the very first day, the day that it dropped on Apple Music, I would refresh because on your on any artist profile, they have the top songs. Right. Mm-hmm. And uh, all of a sudden I got refreshed. And I'm like, whoa, like two songs just have more plays than any of our singles did over the span of six, seven months, whatever. I'm like, holy crap. And kept refreshing throughout the day it would change it would change it would change next thing you know little stars started popping up on our album to like the most played songs check back in a couple hours refreshed it'd be different like all of a sudden some of the songs would stay the same but like people started like hashing out and replay like we're replaying songs that they that they liked mm-hmm. and reaching new audiences and even today on my way here you know, I like listening to the album. I'm still pretty high off the release. <laughs> I, I, I enjoy listening to it, and but I'm still refreshing. And next thing you know, I'm like, okay, like I'm starting to do analysis without even having the metrics in front of me. Our whole album, all the way through, has more plays than Roundabout, even Free My Mind did throughout its whole time being up in like one, two, three days, and that's cool. nuts. To me, that's that's <laughs> nuts, and I can't wait to look at the metrics and and do some more marketing for it to reach new audiences. But like, just the overall love and the overall people sharing it on Facebook, Snapchat, with links and all that, people commenting on it, being like, "Man, fuck the bad days" is a schlapper or is a what? Well, like, <laughs> oh, really, literally, schlapper. Yeah, that's S C H L A P P E R. I'm like, yes, it. I'm like, yes, bro. And I'll be like, people. And that's another thing we're talking about the dynamic aspect of the album and us too is everyone seems to have a different favorite song. It's not just like, yep. yo, this one song snaps, like that's your clear cut hit of the album. No, mm-hmm. I have different compliments from different songs where people are like, nah, dude, spend time with you is gas. Like, so fun. <laughs> leave, leave me now. You know, I think I think the ladies really like leave me now. It's not so much. Uh, they do. They do. They, it's not so much <laughs> toxic where I'm like, bitches ain't shit period and quote you know where they're like stop it um but so they so ladies like leave me now and then i got some of my you know buddies that are my age that you know know my freestyle ability and more like when i like when i rap you know more aggressive kind of more bar spitting instead of like mixing soul and r&b elements we're like yo fuck the bad days like 
and free my mind and all that they're like bro you like that's bars like you sn- like you like you snapped for a minute and then other people <laughs> are like right dude like even patience i'm i was surprised patience is what an eight and a half minute song yeah and that's like raw that's like mm. raw right where it's like okay you know we're not we're not flexing and nothing bro this is yeah, like yeah. raw emotion and people are like nah like that's my favorite song it's just crazy to me the overwhelming first right out the gate no special promotion no special ad campaigns for new just like the support from green bay alone and even other places i got friends in in the state in different states my sister's out in germany i know some people out in europe just a couple they're sharing it like Mm. amazing i i (laughs) Like I feel the love so much and I'm so thankful. I even put out a little, I'm not really on social media that much, but like to promote the album and to promote the love, even today before I got here, I mentioned what I just mentioned to you. Like, I'm like, you guys are beasts. Like you guys are like everyone who like is doing what they're doing. You guys are beasts. Like, I can't believe every time I che- uh, I checked the album, like there's different stars next to different songs because you're like, nah, bro. Like we're st- <laughs> they're starting to hash it out and there's no more like at first it's like, okay, everyone's listening to the album, whether it's all the way through where it's like, okay, so some of the skits are our third most played song, whatever. No, not today. <laughs> it's like, nah, bro. All the songs that I just listed off that people were saying their favorite, it's like, you can tell. And yeah. that that's how I know people are listening to it and listening to it over again, listening to that. They're like, damn, listen to the album twice today. I was even driving to, uh, cause I DJ also, I was driving to go do that. And one of my mom's friends saw me driving to to DJ and she started honking the horn, start honking the horn. I'm like, what? Because I like noticed she tried to show me her phone and it was black or whatever. She didn't realize it was on. And I was like, OK, I was like, she's going to text me. I was like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, she was trying to show me that she was listening to the album that second, like as she saw me oh, yeah, like yeah. around town. And I'm like. <laughs> that's crazy like that's that's love right there not only do i not really like see too many people out and about when i'm driving every now and then but like it was someone i knew they saw me i saw them they were listening to the album during that time like wow just just wow i'm i'm speechless (laughs) that's gotta be a good feeling man i mean it sounds amazing for sure congrats you guys on those i mean yeah like i said i think it's it's cool to catch you before the come up or on the come up i should say whatever you know Uh, because who knows you know the sky's the limit i don't you know i don't know you you know we never know where we're headed in some of this stuff and it's just like showing up every day and just doing the damn thing and just it's so cool though because you can feel like the potential you feel the excitement around this album i feel like even just you know being out in sort of an isolated part of colorado um have Which, any- are you serious about maybe moving to Colorado? I heard that, you know, it was like one of the lyrics in the, towards the end of the. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> pour me another are you going to bring him back out thing. here? Let's go. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah, eventually, because like I said, I've been uh, born and raised in Green Bay, been here my entire life. And with everything going on, like I don't have any imminent plans to be like, yep, bro. I should fly to Colorado, fly out of Chicago, you know, right now. <laughs> but uh, eventually, like. Yeah, dude, it's a great big world out there. And I just want to like spread the art, spread the love. And like, no matter where you are, you can make art and you don't have to be anywhere really. Like, obviously it's nice to meet new people and network and have new markets and new opportunities. But like, bro, you can be an artist and be completely remote. 
with everything going on and the power of the internet sometimes bro a lot of times it's toxic and not cool but like if you use it right and you find the right communities and right groups to like identify with and 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 talk to and network with or you can be completely remote. And so I wasn't like dead ass about moving to Colorado right now, but Colorado's, <laughs> Colorado's been on my list. I'm like, it's a beautiful state, you know, it's got a, I'm not even a stoner or nothing. So that doesn't really like matter to me. I just love nature. And uh, it's a, like, it's a new, it's, it's the new West, you know, new people yeah. have been moving out there for the past couple of years now, whether it was for the you know legal marijuana or the beautiful scenery or whatever, it's, Dude, it's the new West, and so that's why it just, it fit with the bars, and it actually did fit with like a, a some thoughts that I had over time, where it's like, dude, maybe you know, Colorado actually is on my list of places that I would <laughs> potentially live in and 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 adventure to, you know. Nope. Yeah, we got to get out here to <coughs> Idaho now. There's a lot of people coming to Colorado now. The I'm like you. I I'm the Green Bay. Is my Denver is my Green Bay. Yeah, I've lived here my whole life, so I'm just like, all right, maybe I got to go to freaking Montana or some shit. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. If I really want to get deep into nature, or uh, Oregon, or I don't know where I would go next, but I think it's cool to to spread the. Yeah, like you said, you can be anywhere. Do you guys have that kind of flexibility? I mean, where what is like the grind like right now in terms of when you're not making music to survive and stuff? Is there anything you want to share on that? Is like that a big part of your life does it mean any much to you at all in uh, terms of uh you know supporting there. yourself yo yeah i mean my cost of living went up a whole buttload in the past couple months food and gas super expensive so i'm going to school full-time right now and i'm i'm working almost full-time as well on top of that i do a live camera operation for uh a convention center out here they have sports uh, basketball, hockey, football. So I film uh, that live. And then I also right do... Outside, right outside of Lambeau Field. Yeah, right outside of the good old Lambeau down here. And then, uh, so I do, yeah, I'm a live camera operator. And then I do freelance work with a company called Spartan Works Media. They're my buddies. They started up some shit. And so I get gigs through them. And then on top of that, I do academic coaching at school. I'm on work study at school. And yeah, just keeping my ear to the ground for basically any opportunity that's going to put some cash in my pocket. So besides mm. all these different part-time jobs that I hold and all the homework I got to do and the classes I attend, music is pretty much up there in my top priority. Like if I'm not doing any of those things that I absolutely need to do, I'm trying mm -hmm. to make music. You know, I'm trying to record some music. I'm trying to lay down some new stuff. We're in the stew. Yeah, we're in the studio. And this whole album was actually... <laughs> Uh, recorded and produced at NWTC for the most part. I mean, he's got his own laptop, his own MacBook, but the the studio space is at the school that we go to. It's called Northeastern Wisconsin Wisconsin Technical College, and uh, yeah, we people knew us. They would walk by that studio and they would see us in there all the all the fucking time. So people knew that the album was coming. When's the album mm. coming? When's the album coming? We pull people in, <laughs> check this shit out. So we built hype locally within that little cocoon of mm -hmm. school, right? And over the course of the six months we were making it, or like five and a half, whatever, you know, whatever it was, uh, mm -hmm. we got a, we generated a lot of interest. Uh, and that's, that's really where all of our marketing came from was just word of mouth. 
at this point. I think eventually, you know, we want to do some ad campaigns and things like that, create more music videos, use socials to promote. Um, but right now it's like, we're just kind of, you know, seeing what sticks, seeing what what's going on. Uh, and then hoping word of mouth gets it out there as well. You know, we have, I've got a pretty big network of people between, you know, I started a gaming account way back in the day through Instagram. I got a ton of people that I'm chill with on there. And then the whole parkour oh, community yeah. too. I'm hoping we can rally some parkour people. To Let's really go. Try to spread that word. Show some love for the yeah. freaking elders. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's up, dude? Um, 34 is young, but it's parkour old, as I like to say. Parkour old as <laughs> shit. Know? And uh, I don't know <laughs> if parkour you- parkour dead, basically. Yeah. Parkour fucking. veterans, <laughs> yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the PTSD veterans, dude, bed, really. dog. <laughs> We've been in the trenches, all right? We've been in there. Our knees are busted up. Oh, man. Uh, did you hear the it? bro? I bust my ass if I did parkour. My yeah. big ass, dude. I would. St- uh, uh, it's something like yeah. You know, my knees. You would could be play like, basketball though, right? You're yeah. six oh, seven. Yeah, he dunk. He could dunk easy. Just dude. fucking put the fucking thing in the hole. Yes, sir. <laughs> That's so, my favorite thing. One thing, you know. One thing I wanted to bring up though, because uh, you know, if people have made it this far into the podcast and they they are parkour practitioners or in the community in any way, there is a song on the album called Patience. I don't know if you heard it. You that did. one I was my favorite. Yeah. I was one of those where I was like, oh, this one hits me, cuts me a little deep. You know, I could, I was like, I know what Hefe's talking about. Yeah. I mean, I knew that you have probably your own, you know, journey around that, but I didn't know exactly the details, but I'm like, tell, tell me more. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah, I, I don't want to dig into it too much because that way we can get people to listen to the album. Yeah, but yeah, basically yeah. <laughs> my verse, I got a 32 bar verse on there and I, I sing the hook on that track as well the whole the whole song is about having a direction and you know things don't pan out they don't work out the way you expect and how to pick up the pieces what happens when you try to pick up the pieces and and so my verse and the hook is all about um about parkour and losing that as a a pathway for myself to to do something with my life and to to maintain happiness right and mm. so, and then on Judah's end, Judah was an all-American football uh, player. Oh, and so for him, I mean, you can talk about it, you know, but basically there's all these expectations. My, my expectations were internal. His expectations were uh, extrinsic. People were putting the pressure on him to become a football player. You know, his whole life, he's a big dude. They're like, throw him in football. He'd be great at football. Yeah. And then, you know, he gets a scholarship, goes to school for football, loses the scholarship. And then, you know, he's left to pick up those pieces. So, you know, mm. when we learned this about each other, I was like, bro, we have a similar story here and we could, we could tell something through music, you know, through our writing, through our lyricism and be able to make a song that's, that's about this struggle, about the struggle of like having everything planned out for you, whether it was your decision or not, someone else's, mm-hmm. you know, and, and then watching that shit all fall apart. So Ooh. that's kind of, and that's I think the song. everyone's going through that at least once. And especially in this day and age, mm-hmm. maybe twice, maybe like <laughs> now I'm just like, all right, I'm ready for the next wave. If it comes into shore, I won't like be like uh, con- confused about it next time. I'll be like, okay, this shit happens. Cause I can now understand it, but still, yeah, you're going to at least have one of those. And that makes a lot of sense, especially yeah, you being the huge dude that you are, that they would, you know, football's savage. Like, Parkour is pretty fringe. Football is like dead mainstream. So they're going to get you fucking pressure 
cooked as fast as they can. Oh, so yeah. it's, I'm not surprised that you already had that kind of whole journey before you're even 24. Um, because, you know, if you're getting into football, you're just going through the ringer, you know, from six or something. They have these kids in peewee or whatever. I was too big for the local uh, peewee league. So I had to like, <laughs> do like uh, they had like different <laughs> leagues. So I, I didn't actually play for my high school until high school. I played for a place called St. Shout out, shout out St. Joe's. <laughs> I was too big to play like it's called Pop Warner around here. And uh so my mom was pissed, but uh I was like, whatever, mom, you know. And uh St. Joe's is a lot of fun, but yeah, dude. And I funny thing is, like, obviously you can't tell with the Baja hoodie on, but like I was like sixty pounds heavier than what I am now. Like I was oh, really? like three hundred pounds was easy on my frame. So people are like, Bro, you're you're huge, you know, you're huge, bro. You Dude, it, oh my God, if I had a dollar for every time someone said, bro, if I was your size, if I had your size, I'd this, that, and the third thing, bro. Like, do you know how tiring that gets? Like, what if I, what if I don't want to do that? What if, I, what if I'm not you? How about that? What if I don't live your life and you don't live mine, you know? And so I already know, like, and that, that was funny that we did go through that. And I kept it pretty generic for the verse on mine where it was more like I didn't want to dive too deep into specifics on that because I think it's just life in general, you know, and kind of for the leading up to my part and after his where I where we had him have some spacious for his hook, which little sexy, uh. little, little reverb, little <laughs> and the mixing. I could go on about the mixing and mastering stage because that's what took the longest. I could go on for hours about that, but that's where I was like, you know, change is inevitable and like resisting yeah. against that change causes great pain. And, and honestly, and, and to close up that little middle part before I went into my verse was like, dude, I don't know. Like I've been resisting change for a long time. And then, uh, you know, like I realized that, you know, it wasn't like I had to change other, like I had to change myself, you know, and I had mm -hmm. to realize that, like, I think we all realize at a certain point in time, like, we have less control over, we have no control over like external things, right? And so mm -hmm. it's all about our attitudes on how we see things and the stories that we tell ourselves about our past, our present, and like who we are and where we're going. And that's been, that's been even huge over the course of this album. And it was crazy because even on the outro, you know, one of my final bars to close out like, the whole album was like, dude, at the start of this album, I couldn't wait to see the outcome, you know? And we mm -hmm. made a song about all the friends we had and what it, we'd be like without them. And uh, it was crazy because we did have songs like The Right Words to Say, where it's really uh, like a big thank you and a big like, wow, like the support has been amazing. And then like, dude, you go cold for a little bit, some, some stuff happens to you in life. And like people just start like dropping like flies, you know, where it's like, Mm -hmm. like when you need somebody the most or need people the most they like people won't understand and and they come in they come into your life really quickly and then they leave it just as fast as they came and it was like that's why the album kind of was structured the way it was because at the start it's all like we got a lot of hits but then obviously i had to sprinkle find my way at the end there because although we go through this thing it's not like okay bro i'm gonna off myself whether or not yeah, you, yeah. Know, you know wait i'm I'll, I'll be completely candid and say yeah of course there are times in life where it's like straight existential crisis like what am i doing this and that and that's okay mm -hmm. and i would say yeah. that's why i like being 100 with my music and authentic because like nobody's alone in those thoughts like dude i'm like the happiest go lucky goofiest guy you'll ever meet 
But like, dude, mm-hmm. I have my demons too. And so like, mm-hmm. it's okay for people to see that, but then also to spin it around and have find my way where it's like, although we've had all these challenges and all that, like it's going to be okay. And I'm going to find, <laughs> I'm going to find my way, you know, and man, bro, I don't know. Like, it's just a beautiful project. And like, I appreciate, I just want to take a moment to appreciate you. Obviously, bro, I always share the love with this guy right here. That's my brother. But like, <laughs> even for you taking a moment to like really listen to the album and identify with it and then have us on here to talk about it. Like that, that's what it's all about. Like that means, that means everything to me. That means more than any sort of like, cool like I, I love the cool praise i love people who reach out and say, let's share it and all that like that's amazing too but like to really take a moment to actually listen to it for real start to finish to like really listen to what you know what we're trying to do here it's not about me it's so the bigger picture and to see mm-hmm. that people are realizing the other bigger picture and spreading it around we can talk about it and like bro you just became a part of it you know we became <laughs> we, we all became a part of something bigger than ourselves so thank you honestly thank you uh, man thank you guys i mean much love dude that's uh yeah i feel i feel like i'm a part of it and it feels good <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> that's buddy all i can say you know it feels good to be a part of it you know that's inspiring what you guys are doing and uh yeah it gets me more amped up to do the things that i want to do and create what i want to create and share the things and uplift the people that are doing that as well like you guys so please do please yeah, do. it's it's great man it's awesome to have you guys on uh let's see here do you guys have anything you want to touch on before we maybe wrap up i feel like that was like a really nice note maybe we can just leave it that or something but uh, that's pretty good i think that's a pretty good ending point i do i do want to actually say one more thing obviously look at me put my foot in my mouth because i I did kind (laughs) of have that that did have a nice thank you kind of end note but What what you just said too is it? I it, got time, by the way. There's no rush. Yeah, yeah, of course. It was just Wait, a natural we, stopping. Can I take point. a piss before we fucking? Yeah, you can. Okay, yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> should, should, I, should I should I wait for you to say something, or can I? Still, we can I, edit. We can edit. You can that. Get, we can edit. No, it well, I can also do my it, PSA. Does he need right to hear now. it? Does he need to hear it? No, I've told I've, I've told him that. It's, it, okay, this you is more get like to, a PSA you take a piss, and then I'll just listen to to you to tell us this thing. Little PSA, but like like you said, you know with with having you become a part of this and us doing what we're doing right now. And it inspires you to make the things you want to make and share them and be right. Inspire. That is, that's the point right there. That's how I know that that it's real. And that's, that's the impact that I've always wanted to make personally, but PSA to like anybody who, Mm. who's, who wants to make any sort of creative endeavor, who, who, does creative things with their life whether it's parkour writing sports chess even your own work if you're a lawyer and there's an art form to that and a nuance there's a nuance to everything Mm. my advice and i implore everybody i implore you i implore anybody listening to this to like go for it share it the hardest thing that i feel like artists or anybody who's trying to make something has to go through is their their own themselves bro their their own inner critic mm. do you know how many times like we went over this album listened to it a thousand times before even release where it's like there's days where i'm like yes this is gas because it is gas you know it's it's hard mm. but then there's other times where the inner critic's like dude let's just scrap the whole thing and i'm not even a, i'm not even an artist you know <laughs> and 
after you battle, like that's okay. It's normal to feel that. And after you battle that, bro, share whatever it is you do, bro. Do whatever it is you do unapologetically. Do it and like share it. Ha inspire others. Even if you don't think you will, bro, share it anyways. You never know. Everyone has their own special little viewpoint on life, their own little take, their own little tidbits of knowledge, their own things that they like, dislike, what? Share it. Share it. The, the, that's the whole unity concept. That's the whole, like, I implore everyone, even kids at school who, like, we inspired them to, like, start going to the studio and making their own music. I'm teaching them how to, like, make it better, make it sound better just technically. Because I know that because I can see the creative energy flowing through them. I see the potential. I want to help that. I want to I want to nurse that. I want to inspire that and continue to inspire that. So to hear something like that from you, I'll tell you and everyone else, bro, keep mm -hmm. doing what you're doing. Share that shit. It's fire, bro. It's appreciated. And you never know. Like, you, you get it out there, bro. Amen. <laughs> or what do they say in... in <laughs> What's um, Hebrew for Amen? Amen. <laughs> no, I love that, man. That's a great message. I appreciate that a lot. And uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I thank you guys for for doing that for me as well. And you know, just knowing that you're out there doing things, because like you said, I know how goddamn hard it is to just fucking battle that ego, battle that inner critic, whatever that is. It's just like it's gonna tell you whatever it fucking can tell you to keep things stagnant you know or just safe or whatever it is but you get to be more than that you know when you when you share it anyways so much love yeah because we are more than that bro 100 <laughs> percent. oh man there's nothing left to say after that you know we just yeah how was your how was your piss my piss was really good. I was in there listening. <laughs> and I will say there are many, many moments that occurred during the making of this album where we were like, fuck, is this even good? Like we, you become deaf to it, you know? So having mm -hmm. the validation of all these people that are really appreciating the album, not to fucking jerk my own meat here and uh, his <laughs> meat on top of it, you know, crossover jerking. Uh, but the truth is, yeah, man, like no matter what you think about your art, like he's saying, the only way to get better at it is to make it, set the time aside, do what you say you're going to do. Don't create the cognitive dissonance where you have an image of who you are and the actual person who you are and you're not working in between there to create this person that you have, mm -hmm. your future vision of yourself, right? You mm -hmm. got to put in the work. You got to be disciplined and create momentum so that it's easier every day to get the things done that you need to get done, right? Um yeah, man, like that is, that's super important. Make your art, put it out there and you will get better. And then you will also get critiques and then you can adjust based on those things. You can be critical of yourself in a positive way, have other people be critical of you in a positive light. And then from there you can grow, man. Having a fixed mindset of like, I can't do it. Don't roadblock yourself, man. Don't roadblock mm -hmm. yourself in life because you can learn whatever you want to learn. The only person that's stopping you is yourself. You can get better at whatever you want to get better at. Nowadays, more than ever, we have the internet, man. We have the availability to learn anything at any time. So money's no obstacle. As long as you got you know, an internet provider, you can figure shit out. And then as far as your art's concerned, keep pursuing it, keep making it, keep doing it, and you'll get better at it. And do it because you love it. Do it because you enjoy it, not because you expect something from it. That's what I'll say. Hmm. 
Preach. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, fucking A. Ladies and gentlemen, pneumatic of love and ego out now on all the platforms and all that shit. You know, you know where to find it. Find them on Everywhere. the in the description. I'm gonna put everything there if you need some help. And then uh, much love to you guys. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for sharing. Bro, thank you. This this thank with you. me and with the audience here at High Drop. And um, best of like, I'm wishing you guys all the best. I hope you guys just have amazing success over the next few um, months and years and more albums to come and just love to be on this journey with you. So, you know, hopefully if you guys do end up coming to Colorado, you can come visit and who knows what we'll do. Uh, but yeah, yeah absolutely. Good to, meet, good, to see, good to meet you, Judah. Good to see you again, Hefe. Been a long time, brother. Thanks, bro. Appreciate um, you. Yeah. What are you guys gonna do now? Uh, probably take down all this equipment. That's right. <clears throat> and thank you guys for listening. That was pneumatic. True Loudy and Judah. Thank you guys. Um, awesome stuff from them check it out of love and ego everywhere you listen to music in the description you can find all the links go do it just first of all go do it you know i really feel strongly about this just another little psa for the folks out there listening we'll just let the fucking album play in the background won't give it away too much but hey you got to give a tease or a taste um this place this the, what I was going for was where I was about to go it rather was, you know, like we talk about in the episode, there's going to be a lot more of you guys just for your warning. All right. It's coming. All right. There's going to be a few chosen ones and even the chosen ones, you're going to eventually come up against what you're going to do next. You know, I know that this, this is going to be the last time I talk about it. All right. The first kind of time. And also the last time I'm ever going to talk about it, but Cause I just want to go on from now, you know, better not turn around or whatever. Yeah. Just fucking what I'm talking about is there's going to be lots of you guys out there that are going to make a transition out of parkour. If, if you're still here and you're still here for the parkour, trust me, it's still coming. All right. We're going to, we're not going anywhere. That's been the base. That's the homies. That's the group, you know, that I know well, but also, I'm about expanding. I'm about bringing people through, especially if they have moved on into something new and they're trying to get that popping off now because, you know, parkour is a beautiful thing and I believe it empowers people so much and there's going to be a lot more out there for most of us than parkour. Um, Not that there's anything wrong with parkour being like your whole life if that's the way it goes for you, but most of you guys, even the people that we assume that's the whole life, that ain't their whole life. That, is, that isn't a whole life. Um, and we really got to stick together. If the parkour community is going to mean jack shit, then it's got to support people like Hefe and, uh, and new bros like Judah when they're out there. Because when, when, when Pneumatic is hitting the billboard charts, when Pneumatic's on that number one, you want to be like, yo, that was one of us. Yeah, that's one of ours, you know, and that's going to be like the feeling that's going to make us all, you know, so excited. Like that's how that's what I get excited for. It's not that I don't love fucking capstone and shit. And whenever these videos come out, it's just that, you know, there's there's also more out there. You know, when you see when you see the boys in your generation, especially the guys that are in it now, but you're going to like graduate with your it's like a graduating class. It's just 
it's like high school, except it doesn't suck. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't hate high school. High school was chill for me, but I know that a lot of people hate it because you don't get to choose the community that you're in, but in parkour, you get to choose the community and then you graduate with your, with your graduating class to a degree. And, you know, college is kind of the same way, but ultimately life is just that way. And so let's not, let's not, um, cut ties. Let's not bury the love, you know, that's there for our bros just because they ain't training no more or whatever. That's bullshit. Um, you know, I want to take this podcast and my life in different directions. And I always appreciate the support that I have for things that are outside of, uh, you know, the exploits and whatever, you know, people are doing in parkour because like I keep saying, like, again, this is the first and last time I'll harp on this. I'm on the soapbox, but it'll be off the soapbox from here on forward. Uh, just bring the love, you know, bring the love to these people when, when they're taking their next step and, and bring the love to people that are training like a motherfucker. It's not either or, you know, like we talk about in the episode, duality is important. You got to be able to hold it both. And everyone is unique. Every single person is going to have a different journey through a movement practice and into maybe a new creative practice, maybe into a family, you know, starting their own family, maybe the next movement practice that they want to do, you know, don't take it fucking personally. All right. You can do anything you want to do. And so can their, they, they, whoever they are, you know, and you guys all know that I think. So I'm speaking, I'm preaching to the choir at this point, but just a little PS on this episode, because I really think that these guys are amazing and I want to see them go far. And I want you guys support. Like I want, it'd be amazing if they could feel the support of the parkour community on something like this. Um, that's the power that we can really have as a community is, you know, where can we mobilize in, uh, and I'm not saying, I'm not saying that even, you know, <laughs> parkour is specific to high drop, you know, but that, what high drop's going to be spanding, you know, spanding that's a apostrophe S P A N D I N D or I N another apostrophe spanding. All right. And I'm rambling. I hope you guys enjoyed that rant. It's been a while since I've just went freestyle on the back end of the episode, but again, inspirational from pneumatic here. So I wanted to take it there with you guys. Much love a gajillion times. Get in the description of love and ego pneumatic all day, every night, play it. And, um, we'll see you guys on the next episode.